0: Out there in podcast land, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. We're on grief, and today our scripture comes from the book of Psalms, the 34th chapter, and the 18th verse. The New American Standard Bible reads, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The message Bible reads, If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. I remember this being said when I was a little girl, that God was close to the brokenhearted. Of course, I had no idea what that meant. I hadn't experienced my first broken heart. I hadn't lived long enough to experience all of the tragedies life had in store for me. My father died when I was 12, and although my heart was somewhat broken, I had watched my father die of cancer. I watched it suck the life out of him. And I do not recall when he got the cancer as far as how old I was, but I remember thinking that it wasn't a good thing. It started out with a growth on his tongue, and then it was esophageal cancer that caused um, him to need to be fed through a tube in his stomach, and then the cancer spread. To his liver. And what my mother used to do is on Mondays and Wednesdays, she would drop me off at her parents' house, and then she would go to the hospital. At least this one stint, she would go to the hospital and stay overnight with him, then leave the hospital, come back to Grandma and Bobo's house, pick me up, and then drop me off to school. And there was one night where she went, normal routine, but she came back, and I remember when she came back through the door. You know, we kind of looked at her. as, why are you back? None of us really thought. Is is my grandparents would say Floyd. I'd say Daddy. I I don't think any of us thought was he that he had died. It was just like, well, why are you back? And of course, Mama and Bobo asked the, asked the question, and she said that the doctor stated that he was just going to rest there was there was nothing unusual that was going on he had been in the hospital I think two weeks by then and that there was no need for her to stay that she should just come home and get some rest and I remember that night praying to the Lord that it was time for him to take my father that I knew in my 12 year old mind that my father wasn't going to get any better And I could see the toll that it was taking on my mom with her dropping me off, picking me up to school, and just how she and I were learning how to maneuver life as a nucleus of mother-daughter versus, you know, husband-wife-daughter. And so I asked the Lord to take my father. And the next day, he did. So his passing was somewhat welcomed by me. I I didn't enjoy seeing my daddy suffer like that. And so although I grieved, my mother was there to help me. And she grieved, but she never grieved in my presence. I can't recall a time where I saw her crying other than the funeral, but I know that she did. She said that my father was the love of her life. And so that was my first real instance of a broken heart, but because I had asked God, (laughs) I was like he did what I asked him to do. And so that taught me I really need to be careful what I pray for because God really does listen. I think he was just letting me know that it, would, I could bear the loss of my father. I think sometimes um, we allow, and, and I want to say, listen to the choice of words that I say, that we allow the scripture to only speak to us for a particular time or, or for a certain um, circumstance. But notice that the scripture really doesn't give us an indication of what has caused us to be broken hearted. It doesn't do that. And so we shouldn't either. We can apply this word everywhere. The scripture is like a salve that can be applied to all of our Our Lord is close to the brokenhearted. It doesn't give a reason why our hearts have been broken. But if we are broken, He's there. He is there when we lose our pets, when a friendship has been broken, when perhaps an anticipated plan has been canceled, anything that breaks our hearts, God is there. And that should be comforting to us. Our God is here for us, no matter what. No matter if someone says it's trivial or not, it's how you feel. And our God is a very real God. When I really think about it, I have experienced my share of brokenheartedness, and that has resulted in deep sorrow and in a change of my own mindfulness, I have noticed that once the loss has been experienced, I have a choice to make. You have a choice to make. Not merely whether you know we will retreat or move forward, but if when we move forward, we are moving forward with changes that perhaps we need to make in ourselves. Changes that I have learned from the losses that will or can help me move forward to craft me into becoming a better me. Remember how our God is in the details of our lives. Even with the loss, he uses it to our benefit. Sounds crazy, but it's true. Some of you will learn just how capable you are. I think we can use the analogy of like a mama eagle who pushes her chicks out of the nest if they won't jump out on their own in order to teach them to fly. She pushes them out because she knows that instinct will take over and they will fly. Our losses that result in brokenheartedness can be seen sometimes as God pushing us out of the nest so that we'll fly. My mother is now with him and now I have a life to live that could not have been lived freely with her here. He has uniquely crafted a life for me to step into that will require that I am not preoccupied with caring for his daughter. While there were things that he assigned me to do while I was caring, a caregiver, this new season will require my full attention. And so he called my mother home. And although I am brokenhearted at the absence of her, I know I must move forward. The lessons that I've learned are that God's plan will always work for his glory and our good. Remember I told you my mother wasn't in a hospital when she passed away that even through the 12 years of enduring Alzheimer's she was at home with me. There was no her running away or her personality didn't change and that is truly a testimony to his glory. And it worked out for our good. I learned that I am capable of so much emotionally and creatively. I never thought that I would be able to care for my mom. When the diagnosis of Alzheimer's first came, it scared the bejeebies out of me. But now I know that I can handle that. And creatively, I never would have discovered all the talents that I have through this season of caregiving and COVID, if the truth be told also learn, learned that God's love is so very incomprehensible. <laughs> His ways are above my ways and I just need to trust him. I look at the loss of my mother as the firing gun for me to start a new race and because I am now in a new race my spirit is no longer crushed with the past but full of anticipation of what lies ahead. It was on the second day that my mother passed that I really realized this, that I was starting a new race, that all the things that I had been planning for, all the preparation, all of the writing, all of um, the coursework and preparation, all of that stuff, that now it's getting ready to be executed, that I'm stepping into the execution mode to craft the life that I have been planning to have. And it scared me a little. But the Holy Spirit reminded me that fears from the enemy, that I, as a daughter of the Most High God, have been given power, love, and a sound mind. So although I grieve, I'm moving forward, watching God open doors to opportunities. And I have promised him that every door, every door he opens, that I will step through. He has given me a mission, but what I want you to know, and what He wants you to know, is that He's given you a mission as well. It is up to you to seek it out with Him. In your prayer time, ask what plans He has for you. Talk with Him about what you have planned for you. What you will begin to notice is your plans become a lot like His plans, because slowly, your desires is what His will is. They become intermingled and so what you're asking him for he has already placed in your heart to do they become one our God is close to us and our sorrow does not deter him it draws him closer allow him to comfort you and then learn the lessons from your losses and then put your feet in the starter position and listen for the gun let's pray God you are a magnificent God and you use everything or everything is at your disposal and the way you orchestrate things we may not always understand we may not always agree but the one thing I think that we can acknowledge is that it will work out for our good and your glory and we thank you for that it makes it easier for us to trust you in that We thank you for being close to us as we go through the season of grief, of brokenheartedness. We thank you for allowing it to use us to become better, to take inventory of where we were, what we did, to see all of the new gifts and talents that you have placed within us and then to step onto the track to run the next leg of the race. For we realize that we have a race to run and we want to run it with all diligence and with victory. Help us to continue to have open communication with you so that we ensure that we are running on the right stint. (laughs) That you have called us to run a marathon and not necessarily a sprint, but at every step of the way to ensure that we are moving in the direction in which you have placed us. Thank you for being with us to comfort us as we move on, with the whole of a lost loved one or relationship, but knowing that the whole can only be filled once we are reunited with them and you when you call us home, but that we can move forward and that they are with us and that in that we can take solace. We love you and we praise you and thank you for being our God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All righty. One episode down, 15,000 more to go. (laughs) Go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus.